I'm disappointed, boys. Disappointed. What? Welcome back. First off, another podcast, another week. Um, Harry, I expected a little more movement out of you. I'm too uh, white. I'm too white to move. All right, that's fair. <laughs> we'll accept okay. that. Okay, then I'm not that pissed. <laughs> we got a uh, oh yeah from Kim last week, so we've been spoiled. No. <laughs> Chris, everything right. okay over there? What's up, buddy? Oh, no. My wife is doing something. Okay. She's got uh, a little surprise. As everybody sees this week uh, or hears, uh, Dave and myself were joined by <laughs> Harry and Chris. You can't see it, man. We can't, can't see it. <laughs> we're all on phones, bro. Yeah. <laughs> what does it what? say? Not here. What is that? Is that a butter knife? It's supposed to be a regular. Yeah, it's supposed to be a regular knife, but yeah. Oh, is that it? Too is that soon, a, bro. Oh, too, too soon. soon. <laughs> 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 Fuck that, man. This pod's over tonight. I'm done. <laughs> you know, we so, should do that every time. Sorry, uh, Chris. Your wife should like walk through the picture on every pod and do something <laughs> random. Yes, our numbers will go up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not even gonna say it. <laughs> I was gonna go with it. But I, I was gonna say, it. hey man, tell her she has to walk by in slow mo, but pull her tits out. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's just go one tit first. Yes, because we want to be able to escalate it. <laughs> not too much at once. Just kind of like squeak it into the picture right on your shoulder. <laughs> any uh, any. <laughs> Anybody got anything fancy this week? Anything crazy to talk about? Get my car. Um, not really. I do have something. We'll um, get there, Chris. We'll get there. You do. Um, you put together another rundown this week. I did. Um, so I don't know if we just want to follow to that. Stick yeah, to sure. that structure. Um, I would like to share with everybody my nudie cup. Uh, had this cup for 15 years now. Bought it at an Austrian truck stop. True story. Nice. I saw it. I have what's called the Bush Cup. This is the Bush Cup. And I have the Titty Cup. Um, and since I like to have a coffee in the morning before I have my Zoom meetings for work, uh, I sometimes forget that I'm on a live video <laughs> Zoom meeting. This happened to me twice where I went just about right here and was like, no, that's not appropriate <laughs> for this. Put it back down. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, just like saying things like, I can't believe I have to be on this fucking meeting at 7.30 <laughs> in the morning with your mic on. It's also a great thing to do. Yeah. Yet, yet here I am. I'm still employed. So <laughs> that's all that matters, story. especially story. in this uh, economy. This economy. <laughs> we I'm all being sound serious. like, yeah, but we all sound like old men when we say that. Well, you can't be buying those socks in this economy. You just put in this oh, economy behind anything. Can't be buying rubbers in this economy. It's funny. My wife always used to say, yell at, like, she'd make fun of me. And she's like, I swear to God, you're the oldest young man I ever met. Cause, like, when we met, we were early, you know, I was early 20. And, um, and I'd yell at kids, get off my fucking yard. You know, <laughs> and I've always cared about that kind of stuff. Can't be fucking up the grass. I yelled no, at the, fuck no. I yelled at the neighbor kids here because they were throwing snowballs. And I didn't want them to hit my BMW. Things I'm concerned about. Not their happiness. That ain't one of them. 
Oh no, I don't want one of those cunts putting their little bike tire marks with their bikes in my freshly cut grass. That's right. That's right. I'm weird about that. It's all it's all it's all I got. It's all I got. Don't take it yeah. away from me. I can't yeah. take it anymore. Ladies and gentlemen, this is cultural assimilation to the max. You guys have been so Germanized already. That's like the most German thing to do. <laughs> no, oh, no, no, no. I no, did no. this in America. No, dude, this is a this is a 100% states thing. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm particular about my furniture in my house. Uh, I'm particular about my barbecue grill and my BMW. Don't touch those things and we're good. But uh, I will yell at you and then I will yell at your father. I don't care. I'll do it in sequential order. Whatever you want. You want to throw your wife in there? I yell at her too. I don't give a shit. Exactly. I'll call a stranger a cunt. I don't give a fuck. I'm a 300 pound man. I'm good. Whatever. Whatever you want to do, let's do it. I don't give a shit. I've been stabbed, but I got the mouth of one. (laughs) (laughs) I've been stabbed in the heart. Whatever. So let's roll. Uh, Not metaphorically. (laughs) Speaking speaking of stabbed in the heart, let's roll right to the first topic. Yes. Uh, This has to do with Chris. Um, Chris, (laughs) tell us, tell us. Tell us about your car. All right. So my car hates the cold, apparently. Uh Bobby, your suggestion was definitely correct. I let it warm up for about 10, 15 minutes. And I had to do this while I was on post because uh, you know how Germans are. They would fucking lose their shit if they saw me (laughs) parking outside. Dude, I did it all the time with my Beamer. Yeah. But let let it warm up and it drove like normal. Mm-hmm. but it's still time to move on it's time to move on speaking of moving on now okay <laughs> can i ask it yeah. go ahead because yeah, i i named this podcast this week uh so what is the different or what are what is the common ground found between an old car and an x chris <laughs> nope Someone else can start that one off. Well, you, you love to ride them. That's true. They both like to fuck you over and take your money. That's true. Oh, that that is true. That is true. That is true. See, this is like where I was going with that. You didn't have to be like specific, like how you tell us all the time that your ex-wife is a horrible person. <laughs> well, that was for those two. They weren't for those so, two. Disclaimer. Hold on. Disclaimer. He did not say that. I'm talking shit. So <laughs> just let him have the kids this weekend. <laughs> Disclaimer. Luckily for Chris, they weren't married. So he didn't take that step. No. But no, just the 50000 into the house. Oh. <laughs> I would have rather been married. <laughs> At that point, it's cheaper to keep her. (laughs) That's right. right. Um, Was it her fault or your fault? You guys broke it off. What was going on there? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Why, man? It's water under the bridge at this point, right? You guys have a healthy relationship. This This was hers. This was her doing. And I guess at a certain point, my mind and heart just said nope that's it okay fair enough Mm -hmm. do you still love her no (laughs) as his wife is sitting next to him (laughs) (laughs) 
True or false, you told me that you sometimes fantasize about her while you're having intercourse. With and that's false. false. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the oh, pod's man. uncomfortable thing of the week. <laughs> Especially when she watches oh, this. No, we can make it worse. <laughs> so in about two weeks, I may be able to have sex again. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> Why, man? It is what it is. We'll have you on the pod next week, and we'll just keep we'll just keep racking it up, dude. <laughs> so, your wife knows you have a spank bank. Everybody has one, so it is what it is. Maybe yours is just filled with your ex. Who knows? I don't know. Nope. I don't know what's in your bank. <laughs> so, who was better at the old BJ's? Was it her? Or the or this? <laughs> Uh, moving on yeah but no seriously there you can actually find a lot of similarities between an ex and an old car that's giving you problems yeah you never want to let the old car go that's no true. you can just like you can just kind of get into the car and just kind of be like fuck same with an ex you can get into the ex and just be like fuck you know <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah go ahead I was sorry. say no i was gonna say what's your perspective on this harry um i think the this most striking similarity is I keep them I keep them in the basement garage for too long once they're broken. <laughs> so that's just true. <laughs> Put them up on blocks in the yard. Yeah, yeah. like hoping somebody's going to steal them. No, but what I was referring to, <laughs> Harry, what I was referring to on your perspective is, do you think Chris is lying about the blowjobs? That's what I was actually talking about. No, no, his ex gives great blowjobs. Okay, um, good. <laughs> you have fun with that one. <laughs> I know too much. We got to move on. So, um, <laughs> all right. There's there's a particular topic that uh, caught my eye, and and somebody wrote in the group when we were discussing this before the show um, about they didn't know too much about what the lockdown talk that I was referring to, and basically um, what I'm referring to is the actual instead of individual countries in the EU purchasing some of these. Um, uh, now I lost the word. I'm going to say the German word. So. Um, vaccinations these shots mm. um instead of buying them as individual countries they decided to buy them as the eu as a whole yeah um, and that's interesting but the most interesting thing is is they found out they don't have the capacity to give these out which means even if they had all the the shots they don't have enough people to administer them and i want to see what you guys are thinking are you all for since we're you know harry you have german citizenship but the other three of us don't are you all for this let's hold hands as an eu and oh, give them out together not. No. In this case, no. definitely not. No. Because here's the thing, and this is typical Germany, um, and I hate to say it is, we foot the bill for a lot of other countries. I mean, that's why uh, Great Britain, that's why the whole UK, that, that's why Brexit happened, because they were sick of being also another strong economy and having to pay to take care of other bankrupt countries, pretty much like Italy and Greece. And well, I think... They also got tired of being told what to do from Brussels. That was also a big thing. Yes. I get that. I get that. And I get that too. Um, the thing though, like Germany though, they don't have, I don't know if people are just stuck in the past and they're just too worried about like how the stigma of what happened, you know, with the second world war, but that shit is in the past. You have to start thinking more about your people instead of everybody else. Like all the, I get it. 
these refugees are having a bad fucking go. It's awful in their country. But why is that our problem? When we can't even take care of the people here in Germany, why do we have to keep taking all these outsiders in and then giving so much money to Greece and then Greece turning around and slapping us in the face by suing us for shit that happened because of World War II after getting billions and billions in buyouts, which raises our taxes and comes out of our pocket. And that's going to be the same thing that happens with this uh, hand-holding thing and uh, this whole entire EU uh, rollout together is because what's going to happen? The stronger companies and stronger economies like Germany are going to foot most of the bill. They're going to provide most of the people. They're going to provide uh, facilities. And what does that do? Nothing. It raises our taxes and makes everybody else's life easier. I don't. I think it's fucking bullshit. Um, yes and no. I think you're. I think you're right on some subjects, but you're also like uh, comparing apples and oranges here. Like what the refugees are getting. Um, there was a certain um, certain level of uh, or a certain amount of money that's that has been held back. That's not money that was ever intended to help people in this country. That's like to provide asylum and stuff. So that's, um, I think where that's going. And that's that's a very, very important thing. Why does uh, an asylum seeker need a new iPhone or a vacation? Well, would you trust, if, if, you, have to, you have to imagine these people, they come from a war-torn country. Um, they have absolutely nothing when they come here and the telephone is like their only means of communication with their family. And simply they have an iPhone because would you use a Google phone? Seriously? For that shit? I'm going Apple, man. That shit doesn't break. Yeah. Well, okay. But <laughs> if you, I'm a firm believer, you should have what you can afford. If you can't afford it, you don't need it. No, but a lot of people um, that come over here already have those telephones because what a lot of people don't know, um, especially in, in countries in Africa that are referred to as poor, um, a lot of official visits and like um, visits to uh, like state offices and stuff, all that stuff's online. You don't know that here in Germany, but actually um, when it comes to that, countries like Nigeria are, are technologically advanced because they don't have the interest infrastructure. They don't have like the roads to get you there. So all they can do is basically do all their, uh, all their official visits through their phone. And that's why to a lot of, a lot of these people, their phones are sacred, man. Um, like if they're going, if, if they're like, if they're going on the boat and they're, and they're going in the Mediterranean, they're going to hang on to that phone, no matter what happens. I know that Harry's speaking truth about the money that was already earmarked for refugees. That that's been. Yeah, that, and, and I'm not, and, and I'm not talking about that. That's fine. But the thing that I have the problem with is, okay. For the people that are habitual uh, we'll say um, they're dependent on social income. Mm-hmm. Basically, that means that they get money from the government. Um, the thing that really, 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 really bothers me with that is why do those people need a vacation more than I do or more than you do? Because the way, is, the way it's set up is that these people can be used for cheap labor and if they're doing cheap labor and they're being provided that cheap labor by, um, by communities, cities, whatnot, they're entitled to vacation. 
I don't know how they do shit in Bremen, but here in Gießen, that's not how it works. At least that's what it's supposed to be on paper. Of course, there's loopholes and people going through those loopholes and whatnot. But um, I think the uh, the migration office's official dark number for um, for abuse of of money and and stuff like that is around about one point five percent. Okay. So a lot of that at least that's what i researched a couple of couple of years ago so a lot of the money is actually going where it's supposed to go to okay really to i guess to use a different example and put my point better across is okay take the refugees out of it what about germans that are getting stuff that have no business getting the things that they do now we're starting to talk because um i think some not a lot but some people are definitely taking advantage of the system that most is, uh, that's that's not there to to cater to your needs and make your life easy but to get you through until you're fully employed again it's actually, really it's really designed to be a bridge i mean it yeah. really is yeah yeah but here's the thing though if it's designed to be a bridge i don't think it's designed to be a bridge i think it's designed to be a scapegoat because these people see well wait a minute I'm not working and I have a way better life and more freedom. Why the fuck would I ever stop this? There's um, a coworker of mine. Just, like I said, it blew my mind when they said, oh yeah, my daughter's going on vacation. I'm like, but isn't your daughter getting that social money? Yeah. They, th- that is like a job. I'm like, how the fuck is sitting at home a job hmm. and getting free money? I was like, you're not, how many places does she apply to a week? I think she only has to do like three. I'm like three. Like if you don't have a job, you should be applying to like three jobs a day until well, you find something. Well, but I think- then they get money f- for shit. And the, that's where it all falls in line. Like that's how Germany operates. And that's how it goes. When they say EU, that means guess what? It's going to be 80% Germany and 20% the rest of the European Union. And I think it's bullshit. I think it's good that that you have this conservative uh, stance on it, and that you're you're very articulate about it. Because a lot of people fall back to propaganda and stuff, um, which makes it hard to discuss. Um, I think that with um, with the money that the people are getting, and that sometimes they get money that, or in, in from your perspective, they get too much money. The idea is to treat everybody fairly, because somebody who loses their job with 19 and he really has nothing. Um, why should he or she not get as much money as somebody who's 55 and won't get a job regardless of how many he, uh, how many applications he or she writes per day. So both need to be taken care of. And that illusion of freedom that you just mentioned, um, you say, well, she's going on vacation and they're getting all kinds of stuff for free, blah, blah, blah. It's not really freedom. It's, it's the illusion of freedom because they can cut that shit if you stop meeting their requirements. And I know right. cases where that kind of stuff happens. So actually, as if, if you want to, if, if they're, if you want to maintain a certain standard of life and uh, keep people off of uh, like uh, off the criminal road, you know, because uh, they don't have to like steal a television to get food, that kind of stuff, then I think that's what you have to do. Yeah, but at the same time, you got to look at the the, people that have worked their entire lives. Look at how shitty the retirement is here in Germany. And that's that's exactly what I was going to say, because you have to look at um, exactly if you take somebody that is getting what they call the heart sphere here, which is basically like that's the government 
where they take care of you, they provide you with money and everything. It's a version you, of welfare. Yes. Yeah. You take somebody in that system and you put it next to somebody who worked in one company for say 35, 40 years, every single day, they both have an apartment that costs relative. We'll just say identical apartment costs the same, right? Mm -hmm. Who's going to have a way better quality of life. The person that worked his whole life and actually worked or the person that's receiving the welfare. Now that I think is the negative part of the system because for years now they've been encouraging Germans to um, do like uh, the, the, the private retirement care in addition to what the government provides and they tax yeah. that. Then you pay income tax on the stuff that you make before you take a certain part out of that and put that you know, onto your um, onto your account for the private um, the, 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 the private retirement stuff. Yep. So in the end you get taxed twice and then when you um, when they pay it out they tax it again. Um, so yeah, not always. So you, if you take it out too early, then yes, but you have to let it mature. Once it hits its mature point, you've already been taxed. You can take that out and that's what it is. Right. Right. So in that case, yeah, in that case, I totally agree. That part of the system is fucked up. Yeah. But that's just, I mean, with my experience, granted, I've only been here going, I've been here for 10 years going on 11 years. And, um, from my experiences and people that I know and things that I've seen with like people in my wife's family and everything, it's this whole system's kind of set up to encourage laziness because if you get your apartment paid for, you get money towards a car because you need it for work. Um, you get, vacate money for vacation, which fucking, I still, it blows my mind. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that's just the American in me because like, you know, where the three of us come from, it's, you have two years of unemployment for your entire life. That's it. It's not two years and fuck you when you're done with it. And it encourages people to really stay on it and try to be gainfully employed. And here well, it's just in this system that hinders that. Well, it depends on how you want to look at it. I'm going to add a few things here, Bobby. One, okay. as far as the vacation goes, if they if somebody has children and the government pays for them to be able to go on vacation, I'm all for that because those children can't they didn't decide what parents they had. Yes. So I, that's something. <clears throat> There's also been a big uproar about um, people with children getting a little bit more money than people who don't have children and they're on heart sphere or welfare. Um, I'm all for that, too, because once again, you can't choose as long as that money is being used to help those children because children can't help with what parents they have. Um, yeah, that, that's two, fine. Hold on, hold on. Second thing is, is I don't like about the system here is the fact that as long as you do write, I don't know how many, I don't want to say the number because I don't know, but however many applications you have to write a week or a month. Um, and a lot of people say, well, that's not the job I learned for, or that's not the job I, I trained for, or I went to school for. So I'm not going to take it. Uh, it's the American in me, I think, or it's my view that you should take the first job you get because it's a pride thing for me. I don't, I don't like getting money for free. I really don't. Um, and the third and last thing is, is, um, is when it comes to the refugee thing, um, I don't know, man, I've, I've been in a war zone. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I've been in a war zone and people who legitimately come from those areas, I get it, man. I, but there's, let me finish before you interrupt me. So I get it. If you want to come from there, you want to build a better life. I'm all for it. 
Um, but there are some things that I think you should have to try to do because let's face it, Bobby, we're white, we're male, and we were born in the West. We hit the fucking lotto of life, no matter how you want to look at it. Nothing was given to us. Nothing's been given to me, but we hit the fucking lotto of life. If you go anywhere else in the world, um, you know, we hit the lotto. So my point to that is my little star is I don't understand young males who come to this country looking for a better life and you leave your family behind, meaning you leave your wife and children. That I disagree with because to me, that's cowardly. I don't care how you want to look at it. If I'm going somewhere, my kids are going with me. You know, that's just how it works. That's, that's, that's how I'm built. So that's all I wanted to add to it. I only wanted to add that refugee thing was just, um, it was a bad example. The, the only thing I meant by that is, yeah, I understand. Yeah, these people, they're coming from a horrible, awful place. But if the European Union is an actual union and you want to split it up and make it more fair, when you look statistically, why are we taking so many more in than every other country together? Because That was just my point. Well, because you have the economy to support it. Oh. And, 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 and Germany wants them because Germans are having one kid per two people, which 100%. means which means yep. country basic math. If you don't have two kids, you don't equal the two people who fucked that's basic math. So it's not only Germany has this problem. France has this problem in European Europe as a whole. Now, whether you, whether you like where the people come from or whether you, whatever you, that's the main reason is you need people to work. You need people to learn jobs because every German wants to go to college right now and have one kid. Mm-hmm. Not everybody who goes to college is going to find a job. That's not how it works. You need people no. who want to use their hands. You need mechanics, plumbers, farmers. These are basic jobs that aren't being filled. And I think this is sort of along the lines of the same problem the U.S. has, where people get in a big hush-hush about uh, either Mexicans or people from Central America or whoever wanting to come to America because, let's face it, a lot of the jobs that first, you know, first-generation immigrants get are ones that, honestly... I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. I don't want to pick yep. cucumbers or tomatoes. That's or, exactly or here it. In Germany. I don't want to pick asparagus. I don't want to do that shit. It's hard on your back. That's hard fucking work. But well, they get flown in every year, though. Yeah, I know. But you get what I'm saying. Their jobs mm-hmm. come here. They're not given CEO positions. And quite frankly, if the government gives somebody money and they want to buy a fucking iPhone, then buy an iPhone. My problem with it is, is if you buy an iPhone. Don't then start asking for, that you don't get enough money because you spend all your money on a fucking phone. So there's levels to it, right? You can't, we can't have it all. You can't close the borders. You can't do that because Germans aren't fucking enough and having enough kids. They may be fucking, but there's rubbers in the way. So you have to, you have to have more of a, an open mindset. And, you know, I'm kind of like one of those people. It's, it's my tax money, but then again, people are going to do what they do. So you have tons of people who have jobs but also do shit on the weekend or Schwarzgeld, but that's also illegal, but we don't talk about that. Mm, right. That's money that should be taxed. That's also going against my tax money because I got to make more taxes because whoever went and did plumbing in somebody's house and got paid under the table. So, I mean, it kind of goes both ways. So you you kind of, it's a given, it's a given, give and take, I think. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Dave. And a lot of, a lot of money could be made from uh, maybe taxing family inheritance because um, there are a lot of, because that, that's another interesting, another interesting aspect. If you want to, if you want to say, okay, people who haven't done anything in their life, 
obviously shouldn't deserve to have the same amount of money, then why is a great amount of, of wealth just passed on from generation to generation where people are just like um, sons or daughters as a job? You know, is, there, is, there, is there not here a, 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 it's called something else. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, the abstract story, they don't have that yet. No, okay. Well, in America, they do have inheritance tax. I don't know what it is, but you you have to pay on it. Yeah, um, talking about like a royalty tax, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, it's basically if your parents die and they give you your house, that you you mm-hmm. may have to pay a certain percentage on that. Yeah. yeah. I think I think the problem in Germany is is people don't plan for that. So if your parents die and you get given a house, ten percent, depending on what the house is, ten percent could be a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You know, and if this is a large estate. Mm, I get it. I'm I'm for it, but at what point does Germany draw the line as far as taxes goes? Because we're taxed on every fucking thing here. Hmm. So, and that's and my whole thing, man. Is just if you want to make it fair, make it fair. Not just you can't have it just you know one way here and another way somewhere else. It's okay. You guys want to be a union? Let's be a real fucking union. Let's start splitting shit up. Okay, our taxes are this high. What are your taxes like? You go to every other country other than France, because France's taxes are fucking ridiculous. Their income well, taxes like way higher than you ours. go. You go anywhere in the EU, it's ridiculous. Go to the Netherlands. Go to Belgium. It's all ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, one other well, thing. I know Belgium is one other thing to add to this refugee thing. Um, since we all three of us technically are immigrants, if you think about it, we are. Um, we are immigrants. Even even if we carry a U.S. flag, that doesn't give us special bullshit we also had to learn the language and get jobs here so you know um, assimilate into a culture and i always say um i think germany's much like the u.s is my german's not perfect bobby's isn't and chris isn't either none of ours is the only person who has perfect german is probably harry um the thing is is it's very difficult to get a job here if you don't learn at least a minimum level of german and i think that's where some people's issue is is that people come here and they don't want to assimilate whatsoever exactly you can bring the old country with you if you want your old customs and stuff that's cool but you also have to accept the new customs and if you can't do that then i don't think you should be here period Mm -hmm. it's just my thoughts i can't complain about i can make fun of what germans do and i can laugh at it but i can't i have to respect it that's that's german culture you have to respect it and germans have to respect their own culture because um if you don't you lose it and that's just how it goes so it's a fine line and uh yeah you know, just respect your fellow fucking man for Christ's sakes. You know, you don't know what that person's been through. So I don't really bust my balls about it, but I get where Bobby's coming from totally. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, like, I, and again, especially when I look at my pay stuff. not sound like a total asshole is take the people out of it, but just look at how, you know, the things are divided and how things are shared here. And you should call, you should call you Harry Boyd down, tonight. Call Harry Boyd tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you listening boy yeah. hey you're only casually racist bob not overtly racist bob. yeah i know it, it's it's yeah. way better when i don't realize it's coming out <laughs> but well, i think i think you're coming from a good place bobby i actually think you're yeah in the right i don't place, so. i don't have any malicious intent to it it's just oh. the thing is man like it drives me crazy when especially you have other people that say well you had everything given to you. The fuck that I have given to me. I left everything I ever knew. I wasn't military like you guys. I didn't sign up for this shit. I, I didn't either. Over here. Right. I signed up for Hawaii. 
<laughs> and then I signed up for uh, Georgia. And then I ended okay. up in Germany somehow. Don't ask yeah. me. But yeah, I came here with my wife and my kid. And I... You big I fucking dummy. I, I know. And I had to jump in like blind. You're and lucky you found me, Bobby. Yeah. You're lucky we touched butts in the urinal. That was cool, man. <laughs> but... um. I'm just glad I'm not the only guy who pulls his pants down to his ankle at the toilet. I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> Wait, people don't do that? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I've been <weird>. doing it. <laughs> All right, I'll let you finish, man. Go ahead. I don't even remember what I was doing. That's cool. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right, let's 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 slide into something a little more fun. Um, although I think that's actually a good conversation to have we just had. I think that's uh, actually the most civil conversation I've ever had with four other guys about this topic. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think now let's get into something that's even more fun. I posted that maybe we do something fun this week and talk about ranking the past six presidents. Okay. I think the way we do this is, is everybody come out with your number six, your last one. Can I, I want to ask a question because I know Chris, this, he put, does that count as Bush one and Bush two and Obama well, does, one and Obama because two? Because you got to look at it. That's one president, you dumb dumb. Yeah, but look at how terms. they no, You have to look at how they changed. I think it's interesting because to look did. at how they changed because they did change a bit. Um, okay, but, but you can still say like Obama is one president, but between this term and that term, this is where he changed. But it's still just one yeah, president. First, first or we term, can talk about first term or, Obama and for a second term. I thought Obama, you people was good at numbers, man, but you are shitting the bed on this. What the <laughs> hell are you talking? I dropped my recorder. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Uh, hey, uh, Chris, if you ask me nicely, I'll take. A, I'll change your name before the end of the podcast. Because what oh I realized. Oh, my God. I just. Oh. <laughs> 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 because. <laughs> Because what I realized with the Zoom podcast is it's always the um, last the thing last you put thing. up there yeah, yeah. stays. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, that, that needs to change. Like, we'll see how I feel towards the end. How long has that been I didn't changed? Even see that <laughs> for about ten minutes, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, since our, you know what though, just to be fair for our audio listeners only. No. Um, the name says. No. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Oh, fuck. Okay. So. Let me change presidents. it, man, so you don't get in trouble. Uh. <laughs> 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 all right <laughs> just just in case just in case you listen to um then i'm gonna change it because i really don't i know the heat that could come that's um plus she might send her son to beat you up <laughs> how tall is, is this- he now like six six who my son yeah Ah, fuck, what is he? He's one, one meter 90 something. One meter 92. I have no freaking clue what the hell is it. Six. He's going he's gonna to beat the shit out of you in three years. Like six, two, six, three. He's yeah, I think boy. so, somewhere around there. He's a big boy. 
All right. So, or if you guys want to, we can go by terms. It's up to you. Well, like I said, me personally, you look at with the difference between the first term Obama and the second term Obama were like night and day. Just like with, well, okay. I think with Bush was just an idiot and managed to get through because we were at war and wanted to be patriotic after 9 11. Mm. How dare you? How dare you? Um, so what we're going to do. I know that's name. coming from a staunch Republican. Fucked up, man. <laughs> I think. Uh, just like Obama. Obama clinched it after we killed Osama bin Laden. <laughs> like, then thank you i don't even have to put my name on the ballot i got this bitch do you think he, excuse me do you think he was just saving that like i'm just gonna save this until he was in close. His yeah i could take you as out whenever as, i want to as soon as they said we got osama he was just like everybody back up got up and started doing the harlem <laughs> shake think, of, think about those lonely goats from osama so anyways um, so everybody, what I want to do is, is we're going to include Biden, even though he just got started. I think we should still include him. Let's be fair. He's a president now. Um, he ain't done shit, really. He's done some shit, but nothing big. But we're going to include let's him. Appreciate anyways. him as long as he's alive. Let's right. Let's, let's go there. <laughs> Before we have our first knows, woman president. By the end of this podcast, it could change. <laughs> did you did you guys happen to see his uh, announcement about uh, the takeover in um, uh, Burma? No. Okay. So he came out and announced sanctions to Burma because they had a military coup. Basically, mm-hmm. they had a democratic election in November. The military leaders didn't like who won. So they had a coup and they took over the government. Um, so he came out and I swear he stumbled about eight times. Like he was worse than how Bush used to stumble and just mispronounce words. It was worse than that. <laughs> so I don't know what we got going on right now, but it's not good. So that actually right, kind so, of funny to watch. What I'd like to see is everybody name your number six, and we'll start with Chris. Go ahead. So this is your least, your your the worst president out of the last six. Hmm. Man, that's that's tough. It's there's two of them. It's tied between Trump and Clinton. Name your six. All right. So starting at six, we'll go with we'll go with ah, fuck. Yeah, we'll go with Trump. Okay, stay there. That's your guy. Okay, Bobby. Uh, are we going by terms? No, no, no. Just going by no, president. No, no. Overall president. Worst. Bush one. Uh, uh, Bush Jr. Okay. What I didn't do because I'm a dickbag and forgot my own rules. Chris, tell me why Trump was the worst. And don't just say orange man bad. I don't want to hear that. No, shit. no, no. I'm not saying that. Um, it, it's literally what we've been saying before. Like, just absolutely no filter at all. Just come on now. The, it, it didn't make us really look like a, a good country during those four years. Are that just wasn't me? happening. It made us look like a stereotypical Americans, how we've been, been portrayed for the last 80 yeah, years. Yeah, we look at that. But if you look at how the rest of the world saw it, dude, like, that was he the worst. was America. Like, <laughs> I don't care what you say. That dude gave no fuck and showed the world his balls every day. I'm convinced there's American flag tattooed on his ball sack. I'm convinced. <laughs> so, Bobby, who did you say, Bobby? You said... Um, I said Clinton Jr. Clinton. Uh, not Clinton. Uh, I said Bush Jr. <laughs> Bush Jr. Okay. Yep. Reason? 
Uh, just the reason is um, he just seemed a little lost most of the time. In my opinion, granted, I was a little bit, um, I was just getting into politics around that time when he was mm-hmm. there. But um, I just, I didn't agree with a lot of, he, he let a lot of lobbyists run free. And it just, to me, that just, I don't, I'm, I'm not for that. And that's really like when you started to see that government isn't really controlling government. I'm, I'm kind of with you a little bit. Uh, Harry? I got Trump um, because he really ruined America's reputation in the world. Um, he ruined a lot of diplomatic um, relationships that we had. And also, I don't think he has an American flag tattooed on his ball sack. I think he has his own face tattooed on his ball sack. And he was, in fact, showing everybody balls, but it was Trump balls and not America balls. Trump balls. Less filling. Tastes great. Either uh, way, dude was showing some saggies. Um, mine is Biden. I know that sounds a little crazy, but the reason is, is I don't think the man is all there. And I think it's dangerous to have a president standing in who is not all there. I think that's uh, a security risk that nobody's taken into account. Um, I just think he's just was just a little bit too old, man. And I think that, uh, I don't know. I don't, I hope, you know, all the best to him. God bless him. But I hope um, it's a one-term presidency if there is a complete term. Mm-hmm. So oh, I don't want a 90-some-year-old president. How old would he be if he served the next term? I believe he is. He'll be out when he's what? Is he 87 or 88? He's eight. When no, he gets 70, he's 78. 78. 78. 78. I'm sorry. 78. Never mind. Yeah, but it's still you're thinking about it. Seventy eight, man. That's that's a lot of long time in political terms. That's that's long. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of wear and tear on you. Look at the fucking presidents when they go in and come out. You know, he's well, been a it, vice it president. Ages you so bad. Right. And that's that's the only reason why. I don't I don't know how the man's going to turn out as far as a president. You know, I mean, he has done a lot of executive orders right now, doing exactly what he said he wouldn't do, and yeah. told me that's not the way he's going to run a government, but it's exactly how he's running it right now. Hmm. So. You know? To be fair, everybody does that though. Trump yeah, was gonna—he was gonna empty the swamp, okay, but he filled it with a bunch with worse shit bags that I'm have with you, absolutely Bobby. no political proudness. I'm with you, but the fact is, is that in the first two weeks of the presidency, nobody's written more than Biden has so far. Okay, yeah, that's done. It's All like right. in the 30s now. So we'll go <laughs> back the other way for number five, and I'll say my number five: uh, it's Trump. Number five for me is Trump. Uh, I'm actually with you. A lot of things you said, Harry, I think the man, you know, he's American, but did he really love America with some of the shit he did? And it really made us look like shit bags in the world. And there's one plus point for him. And that's the fact that he didn't start any more wars. That's a huge thing for me. I'm a veteran. And, and if you've been to a war, trust me, it ain't as cool as it is on TV. So, you know, that's my thoughts there. Harry, you number five, uh, number five would be George W. Bush. Um, he did show America balls, but also he got us into wars based on a lie. We're talking about Iraq here. Yep. Um, and I think also in the beginning, he ruined a lot of, um, again, also maybe that's a Republican thing, a lot of positive, um, uh, positive relationships that Clinton built up. So, uh, yeah, Bush is my number five. Okay. Bobby, I think he should be tried. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Bush Sr. 
Um, and the reason why is because, you know, he, he basically, he started the, you know, he brought us into the Gulf war. Um, and he did that also full on knowing that uh, chemical weapons and shit like that are being used. And just, you know, the warfare at the time, what was happening still sent a bunch of people there. Um, that's really when I really, cause God, how old was, I think I was like in the first or second grade. Like I was in the first grade when that shit popped off. And wait, I remember, wait and stop. Wait, how old are you? I'm 37. So you're three years behind. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. All right, my bad. Go ahead. And um, I I remember that um, like kids I went to school with, they had like older brothers like coming back or whatever, and just fucked up. Um, and that's just something I always remember and I associated with him. All right, Chris, number five. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with George W. Basically, okay. with the the same thing that Harry was saying too. It just you look at you look at the the lives that were lost in Iraq that that shit just did not need to happen. Yeah. I'm with you Four. Hmm. we'll start with you and go back away around number four. <sighs> now it gets tough. Yeah. We'll, we'll throw Biden right there in the middle. Okay. Um, Any- just because it, it's, <laughs> just, it's too soon. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. too soon, but like you said, it, it, hopefully, seriously, just a one-term thing. I hope so. Yep. I get. I'll. I'll go with Biden as well, just because I don't. He's not a great president. I don't want him anywhere near that. So we'll have to see. He remains. It's too. There's not enough information pr- present for me to make any kind of decision on that. Harry. Um, for my number four, I'd go with HW because um, he took over right when the Soviet Union collapsed. And I think for a former CIA guy, um, he didn't jump on the first possibility to escalate situations with the new Russia, um, where I think other presidents might have launched us into a war. Right. Okay. I'm going to go with Bush senior at number four. Not any reason really just the fact that I didn't like him. So uh, didn't like him on TV. I don't really have any policy problems with him. I just think he made a great vice president with Reagan. Didn't think he was really presidential material. Um, And I think he got in for some policy changes, but to his defense, as far as getting into the first Gulf war, um, Saddam kind of did push his hand there. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. That, that you have to give him as well. But I think he responded the only way he could. He brought in a whole coalition of countries. They actually brought the UN in, which is different than his son, but that's for a different story. Um, so, yeah, that's my thoughts there. And number three, uh, this is for me where it gets tough because the three left are, for me, is Clinton, Obama, or Bush Jr. Uh, I think I'll go with Bush Jr., mm. only for the fact that uh, the man got my ass involved in a war. But I think he came too early because I think he's the type of president that we would re- need right now. He's an aw shucks type of guy. And I think he generally cares about America as much as people may not believe that. But 
I think his, his heart is in the right place a lot of the time, but his brain's not. That makes sense. So um, just my thoughts. So Harry, number three. Number three, I think, is um, Joe Biden. If I have to include him, I, really, I think it's really hard uh, to say anything about him at this point. Um, I just... I just didn't rank many lower because um, I don't think he'll age that much. So yeah, that's why Biden's on number three for me. Okay. Bobby. Uh, I'm going to go with Trump. Um, just, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. He wasn't the greatest, but he also wasn't the worst. I don't think um, he he did do a lot of stuff that he said he was going to do, but he also did a lot of stuff that he said he wasn't going to do. But the the thing is that you do have to give the man is if he said something, he tried his damnedest to follow through on it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. He attacked the whole far, big pharma industry in the States and really made it a lot more affordable and easier for people with little to no means um, and help them get um, medications. And for me, that's a huge thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he didn't look at it as everybody else does, you know, that tries to get into business with them. He took them on and made it. He was thinking for the American people at that point. And I think that's cool. I'm with you. Chris? Uh I'm going to go with Clinton on this one just because of the whole, not the whole scandal. I mean, props to the man got head in the white house. Um, Number one, (laughs) the the whole Bosnian Kosovo thing that happened as well. Again, did that need to happen? I, I, me personally, his hand was pushed though. Yeah, but still, you're like literally the most powerful man in the free world. You're, come on, you got to listen to your advisors at least. I'm sure that there was a lot of people that were saying like, maybe we shouldn't. The, oh, does this I'm really sure. need to happen? Maybe there were ones who were like, maybe we should, big fella. <laughs> maybe you get some more right. head afterwards. <laughs> All right, so moving along. So that's fine. So, Chris, number two. It's going to be George Sr. Wow. Just because the simple fact, the, the simple fact that he, as far as the Gulf War goes, he went in, did his thing, and got right back out. That's fair. Plus, I was extremely young at that point. Mm-hmm. Is he the one that didn't like broccoli? I have absolutely no clue. Didn't he have a slogan saying, I'm not going to ever eat broccoli or something like that? Somehow I remember I that no from idea. my childhood. I don't know. All right, Bobby, on to you. <laughs> Number two. I'm going to go with uh, Obama. Okay. Um, the, he did create Obamacare, uh, try to make socialized health care for everybody in the States available, which is a huge thing. Um Dude killed, you know, they got Osama bin Laden. Yeah. He tried to pull us out of um out of Iraq and Afghanistan. But um yeah, I don't know. He was just like to me, he was like one of the only presidents that was kind of like a dude's dude. You know what I mean? Like you looked at him and you'd be like, 
I could shoot the hoops. I could shoot some hoops and just shoot some shit with this dude. No problem. Smoke some weed. He just, yeah, he had that kind of vibe. Did. Um, so for me, that's why he's number two. All right. Harry? Uh, to me, it's Bill Clinton um, because I think he got his high approval ratings for a reason. Um, he unified a lot of people. I think he was very patriotic while still being very open. Um, out of the presidents that I remember, he showed the most legitimate interest in uh, foreign politics, stuff going on in Europe, like Kosovo, stuff like that. He got his PP whacked severely in Somalia, learned from his mistakes in Rwanda, didn't pull people out. He went back in. Um, yeah, and I just, uh, I just think he left Bush a good level to, to work with. Yep. Uh, so I'll close out mine with, uh, I go Obama number two. Um, just the only, the only negative bang on him was the fact that he did run the national debt up so high. A counter argument to that was he kind of needed to because of the great recession, which, which happened there. Um, um, I'm kind of with you, Bobby. I felt like he's a guy you could sit down with and chill. Um, he was very presidential, uh, gave America a great standing in the world whether you liked his politics or not um, did try to bring socialized healthcare, which I think was a good thing. Um, but there was some sneaky shit in there too. So I, I don't know um, for me. Number one, since we'll go back around is Bill Clinton. Um, the man drove the national debt way down, left Bush a ton of good cards. Um, sure. You know, he got a blow job in the oval office. It's not so great, but it is what it is. Um, who hasn't, who hasn't. So it's true. <laughs> Who has I guarantee every president has probably gotten their and with that, at least a hand job from an intern in there. With that rusty dog he was married to, I can't blame the man. So, <laughs> Harry, you're up. Uh, yeah, Obama's my number one because I think he had to face the most backlash throughout. Because he's black, that's why you voted for him. I know. Wow, <laughs> way to be just, dude. If you're gonna be stereotypical, own it, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think um, even even more than Clinton, I think he made um, made a lot of people take a positive and active interest in politics, whether they're for or against them. Yes, and uh, he put it he put politics like on on the table again like not only in 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 uh, america but also in germany a lot of people were interested in american politics like right after they had written them off under under w yeah. um and the african-american side i think is rightfully disappointed in him um because after being like their their pop star they found out that it really wasn't going to change all that much but um from standpoint of somebody who grew up in europe i think the um the healthcare thing was a major step and yeah. i think his legacy is gonna is gonna reign forever and i think that's a pretty big thing me too but i think i think uh, let me add something to that harry i think you gotta make some good points and i don't think even if he was a white guy i think he would have still had the same standing his skin color really didn't have that much to do with it he was just a good right. president yeah. whether you like him or not he was just a really good president so right. i'm with you there Bobby, here's another thing. Um, another thing that you guys are also forgetting. Uh, Obama was the first, technically the first president that ever had to deal with social media on the magnitude that he had to. You yes. know what I mean? So wow, he yeah, I didn't think about that. That's true. Always. In that's, the spotlight. I mean, that's in a time where every you were in the spotlight um, mm -hmm. all the time. And that's something that for me also how you handle yourself in that way. I mean, look at the difference between him and Trump. Mm -hmm. Trump couldn't handle Twitter. 
He could imagine. Could you imagine Bush? Bush Jr. during the Twitter era. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, or all the memes that could have came out about Bill Clinton getting a blowjob. Oh yeah. my God. Oh, we missed out on that. <laughs> Let's bring it back, dude. They weren't the same on AOL dialogue. It wasn't the same. Wasn't but, the same. All right. For me, my number one is Clinton. Um it all goes, you know, you talk about the national debt and everything like that. That's the only president in our lifetime, or at least that we can remember that they didn't have a, there wasn't a national deficit. There was a surplus. Yeah. And a lot of people year. don't realize that. He drove it down. That's what I said. I'm with you. That was that's yeah. a big deal. It is a massive deal. Um, one of his, the only kick that I have against him is, you know, he was, he created NAFTA, which moved a lot of companies overseas just because it was, for cheaper labor, which sucks. I get it. But at the same time, Clinton was also another, he was a showman. He was also a kind of dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like he was doing Saturday night live playing the sax. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was a, he was, he was a normal person. And I, I don't know. I think he was, man, it's just that national you know, the whole national deficit and stuff like that. It's. But those are the three that you really felt like you could sit down, have a drink or shoot some hoops or talk to them were Obama, Clinton and Bush Jr. I really think those three guys you could have sat down with and had a fucking chit chat. The other three. Actually, yeah. Bush Jr. Mm-hmm. I could see you just yeah. sitting back on his ranch, just drinking some beers and just drinking a beer, snorting a line, life, man. Snorting yeah, a line. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Finger so, inside right. old crusty hooker. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a Saturday night to me. All right, Chris, you're up. So mine mine is Obama and only three quarters of his eight years. Um and it's oh, mainly because of the whole Obama very Republican of you. <laughs> there, there's something mine's Obama, only the read. ones parts I liked. Only the parts I liked with Obama. <laughs> no, because there's there the other white privilege literally <laughs> that goes down to number five with me. And that's just okay. the fact that the whole time that he's like promoting, pulling the military out and everything behind the scenes, he's given the military free reign to do all the drone strikes back then. Mm-hmm. He basically just said, here you go. Here's your free ticket. Do what you want to do. But before or in front of the camera, he's saying, Oh, we're going to pull everyone out. There's no need for us to be there. And that baby. Um, yeah, but if you're doing drone strikes, uh, what do you need people for to do drone? You don't need troops on the yeah, ground the, to do drone strikes. It, this was the whole time frame that he was talking about pulling us out of conflict. That's what I'm getting at. Like you're okay. you're talking, you're trying to promote pulling us out of conflict, and at the same time, you're giving the military free reign to just basically bomb whatever the fuck you want. And that's why that that portion of it goes down to like number five, but the rest of it definitely number one, just because. The Obamacare, that was a huge thing, especially seeing how it affected people in my family, um, helped them out immensely, and yeah. definitely is up there as number one with me. All right, then uh, that's the case, gentlemen. Then obviously, I think it would actually be a tie between Clinton and Obama. Yep. So there we are. Mm-hmm. But those are actually the two that I expected to be up there. I didn't expect anybody. Else. Now, to be honest with you, what do you guys think we would have would have happened? Outcome would have been if we wouldn't bet if we would have went as far back as Reagan. 
Clinton and Obama. Clinton, yeah. Really? Reagan was yeah. a bag of shit. <laughs> Reagan was a turd. There's a whole reason the AIDS thing took off, man. He didn't take it seriously. Ooh, you know what? Another thing on Bill Clinton, he actually, uh, with our friendship with Russia, like with Russia, he actually built a friendship with them. And um, yeah. That's a good point. But, you know, Reagan wasn't even there his last two years. That was Bush, Bush Sr. It's well known he had dementia. It's well known. Hmm. Well, yeah, his wife did a hell of a job, though, I think, still. The man would wake up and think he was in Venezuela. I mean, that's... <laughs> oh, Biden. Yeah. So what I wanted to slide into now is Dave's rant of the week. So I don't have one this week. No. Uh, only thing I'll say to add to my portion is, uh, make sure when you join Zoom meetings that your mic's off. That's all I'm going to say as far as it's <laughs> uh, Yeah. So let's move right into Harry's Hangout. You got anything this week, Harry? Oh, my God. Yeah, I do. Um, especially after listening to um, last week's podcast. My Hangout of the week is definitely Kim's Place. Because, <laughs> uh, <laughs> number one, I'd like to say thank, thank you to the three of you for for letting us listeners into uh, Kim's therapy sessions. That was really a blast. Appreciate it. We do we um, do. And I like the fact that he's like trying to establish respect on his couch that I paid for with my tax money. Appreciate that. Um, <laughs> I think, I think he's really like trying to raise a good kid. And that's cool. I just envy him at, at points because like, I'm just a step parent. Like every time I <laughs> Every time I abuse my girlfriend's kid, I have one leg in jail. It's just not fair, you know? <laughs> and I think it's absolutely justifiable that, like, in his house, grownups don't try to be their teenager's best friends. It's cool. A lot of modern parents forget that. They're actually there to guide rather than to entertain. So, exactly. like, that. Um, because if you do it the other way around, it only brings out a bunch of entitled assholes that on the job teachers like myself have to drill a certain amount of accountability into. So thank you very much. And not only that, that's also why respect is such a problem is because it's, it's hard to respect somebody that is on your level. When you have a friendship with them, you automatically put them on your own level. And a lot of these times it's cool to be on the same level with your kids, but at the other times you have to remind them that you're not on the same level. Yes. Um, but there right. are different, there are different ways to go about that. A hundred percent. Because like what, what you're getting into is probably what I, what I would say next, you know, if you want to do that, um, this whole narcissism thing is a two way door. You know, you can't be the drill instructor and then not expect somebody to tell you to go fuck yourself from time to time. It's just like, <laughs> it's just how it works. Yeah, but um, I will say that me and um, Bobby tried to make it clear. And anybody listening to the podcast last week, um, Kim's not beating his children. Um, <laughs> I know. I'm just. I'm just talking. Know, um, no, 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 no. But I think that that's important to point out here that yeah. Kim is definitely not doing. Cause, that yeah, because people definitely took it that way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we have to do a disclaimer. Um, we do not suggest. Well, we no. suggest. We just don't. 100% condone beating your kids. Um, okay. I got <laughs> Michael Jordan, Mike Tyson, they all came from abusive households and they're heroes now. Like, I think the really hard part is just to figure out how much abuse is the perfect amount of abuse. Exactly. Yeah, a, so every time you difference. smack your kids, they should thank you. 
like there's a distinct <laughs> difference between between putting cigarettes out on your kid's forehead uh, or giving them a Mike Tyson punch out. Yeah, or, it's fucked up. Or occasionally giving them a whack on the butt. Like I got a whack on the ass, but that shit ended early because I learned that uh, no, I'll just take grounding over getting my dad's hand on my ass cheek. Um, but and I've never had I've never had to to discipline my kids like that at all. So, but I got no. two girls. So, I mean, yeah, same. And Although, I'm a big man, and I don't know my own strength, so that scares yeah. me. Like I don't want to hit my kids hard enough to like generally hurt them. That's not what I want to right, do. Yeah. I want them to respect me, but not because they fear me. There's a distinct difference in that. It's a distinct difference between respect and fear. And yeah. there's like, if you, if you try to time that perfect amount of abuse, there's also a fine line, I think, between Michael Jackson and the Unabomber. And yeah, I think it's, it's great that Kim's just trying to like do the science for us because somebody has to do it and I couldn't, I'd be in jail. So, you know, so, you know, but um I did make another mental note after I listened to that, like in case we ever decide to sandwich my girlfriend or any other person that I like, <laughs> I'm taking the back door because I don't want them to die from internal bleeding. Yes. Um, I'm yes. just going to do that. I, I don't even like it. I don't even like back door, but I'd do it. Just, you know. You know, you got me talking about Kim's thing. Kim's <laughs> quote of the fucking week last week was, no, I stayed and fucked her in the ass a few times. <laughs> that, yeah. That or the fact that he couldn't pick up exactly what Bob was talking about when it came to Chris's grandmother. That yeah. shit. <laughs> I had to take my headphones off. I had to take the headphones off. I was like, you gave him like six million hints. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but we thank, hints. we thank Kim for coming on again. We appreciate yeah, him coming absolutely. on. That was a great yes, story. Yes, absolutely. And I just, I just don't want to like. This is a disclaimer on my part. It's just like a, a, a roast. I like roasting people. I love yeah. him. I, yeah. I really love him. I'm just talking shit about him, and he's really a great person. Absolutely is. So, go ahead, Bobby. You got something to say? I just, I'm loving Chris's name. I know. I've been watching it the whole time. I've been waiting for the <laughs> perfect time to say Dave. <laughs> I like Obama more than my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right anybody else have anything to add to harry's hangout hey terry thanks for bringing that up that was fun <laughs> appreciate it a little uh, little little uncomfortable at the beginning but nah, hey it is what it is yeah <laughs> all right bob's ball bag thought of the week what do you got bobby i got nothing really man it was the best thing that rammed with your name bob's ball bag that's great that's cool <laughs> nothing um, no nah, i give give the people some advice bobby Dude, I don't know, man. Do some coke, have hey, some fun. What do you have tomorrow? What, what's important to you tomorrow? Tomorrow is wedding anniversary. So what are you going to do special for your wife? I'm going to be working on the bathroom all day. That's <laughs> not special for your wife. <laughs> and then we're going to order. No, we're, uh, we're going to order food. We're going to order out. Usually we go out to a restaurant, just the two of us. But because COVID, we can't. So um, we are going to be ordering in for the whole family and then maybe do a movie night. That's cool, man. Are you going to do it with everybody? I thought you want to get butt naked with the wife. Well, after we put the kids, after the kids <laughs> go to bed. Yeah. Put the kids to bed. Your kids are older. We go, Time for tuck tuck. 
Go to bed. I'm gonna kiss mama where she giggles. <laughs> trying to get my weenie wet. Let's have you guys yeah. go to bed. Hey, so you know how you got here? Yeah. Go away. I'm gonna do that again. And you better sleep, or you're gonna hear a lot of stuff you're gonna regret. Exactly, dude. Put your headphones on because daddy's about to leave it in. <laughs> <laughs> well, gentlemen, let's slide from that. Uh, speaking of back door, uh, it's time for Chris's cabin. <laughs> oh, All right. So we were talking earlier about this thing that Bobby was saying that the Chinese are pushing for men to be more masculine. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that. Oh, shit. No. I left that out. My bad. <laughs> So if you want to, you can go ahead and get into that before I get into my story, because it, it kind of has to do with the opposite and how they're failing, obviously. Okay, um, real quick. Um, it's basically, there's, you know, like that Korean, like they have like these uh, Korean, these K-pop bands out of Korea and China obviously has their own. Well, there's a group called the TF Boys. I swear to fucking God, Google it. As soon as I hear the TF Boys, I automatically think of titty fuck. And I'm like, these kids sound awesome. Let's give it a listen. It's not. It's awesome. They are a bunch of like, and that's the whole thing to like now. Kids are getting into like those kind of boy bands. They want to be YouTube stars. And like a lot of boys are putting on makeup and doing tutorials and shit like that. And that's not very manly in the eyes of the Chinese government. So they, um, they're making it mandatory that all boys take a class, take courses on how to be a man and do manly things because the, for the jobs, as far as fire department, military police, they're dropping so fast. So they recognize the problem and they're trying to fix it. And I just think it's, it's kind of crazy. Do you know when this started, when they started promoting this stuff? Yeah, because I couldn't find it. I did a little research. This just happened like within the last week. Okay. Ah, Okay, then that makes sense. Because with my story, when when I was in, shit, when was it? It was the second time. So November 08 was the second time that I was in China and uh, met up with my oldest brother, um, who's also gay. Goes along with this story perfectly. So. Hey, hold on. Also gay like you? No, like how you said it's, it, it's, it's like, yeah, yeah, this. he's also gay. So, uh, no, we went out with him, one of my dad's co-workers, and then you, we were meeting this co-worker's you, friend. You said older brother, right? Yeah. Okay. okay. I, sorry, missed it. My bad. No, no, no. It's my oldest brother. Okay. How many um, do you have? I got two. What are their social security numbers? <laughs> <laughs> But uh, so so we're sitting at the bar, and the coworker from my dad goes, "Okay, so when my friend gets here, please don't laugh, don't stare, because he swears no one knows that he's gay." So my brother and I immediately lock eyes, going, "Oh, this is about to be fucking interesting." <laughs> so we're looking, and all of a sudden, I see this look on my brother's face, and I'm just like, "Oh fuck, what the hell is coming?" He goes, "Oh, I, I think your friend's here, Aaron." And then he looks at me and he goes, turn around and look at this shit. He looked like the Chinese version of, what the hell is his name? Colonel Sanders from KFC. That's I awesome. You not not, not the, what I expected, but thin, all right. The thin bow tie and everything. Had the suit on. 
And I'm just looking at him like, oh, dude, there's there's no way that anyone thinks that you're straight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so True. we Did started you try out. The outfit? No. No. <laughs> I'd like to see that. So, so the night started out with, uh, see, we finished a drink there. Then we actually went to the gay bar that Aaron wanted to go to, my dad's coworker. Um, I told them immediately, no problem. You know, I support you guys. You guys do your thing. Just, I'm not getting hit on. We'll not put up with that. We're in there. China. We're in there for about. <laughs> Jesus. So we're in there for about 15 minutes and I already get the first drink given to me. I'm like, okay, well, this, this is definitely not happening. Talk to my brother. He goes over and talks to the guy goes, all right, my bad. Didn't know. And he goes, you can go ahead and keep the drink anyway. I'm like, well, I wasn't going to give back another Jack and Coke. Like that's already in front of me. That's getting drank. Um, and then I would say it was maybe, maybe 10 minutes later there was another one that got given to me from someone else. I'm like, all right, nope, that's it. It's time for me to leave. <laughs> so you treat uh, Jack and Cokes like dongs, right? It's in front of me. No. It's getting drink. <laughs> no. <laughs> or at least getting emptied, one or the other. China, 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 China. Uh, so was okay. it, I, a few questions, man. Was it? Was it a classy gay bar? Like, was it a fun time? I mean, those things are sometimes fun, man. Fuck it. Yeah, it it, it was more upper. I wouldn't say upper class. One, it's it's not really like. Were you in Beijing? Crowd, yeah, yeah. Okay. You're, you're not. It's not really like proudly advertised. I guess it mm-hmm. was like really. Hidden. Very low key, yeah. Because yeah, you're not allowed to be what's... open. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say. Anybody know what that's like in China? Is that accepted? Is it <laughs> no fucking? No, it's not. I don't know. I'm ignorant to it, man. I have no idea. It's but real. That's bad. what made this dude's outfit like 100 hilarious. Because <laughs> you know, you know, it's not allowed. You know, you're not gonna get support from anyone at all that you're gay, and then you walk around like a Chinese Colonel Sanders. Like that shit's just not happening. <laughs> but the bar itself, it was nice for yeah. as long as I was there. I do have a rant about that. Imagine not being allowed to be what you want to be. This concept burns my ass. Like, I still don't understand why people give a shit. Like, who cares? Like, you, if that's what you're into, that's what you're into. Right. I mean, as long as to me, it's always it's, been as long as you're not fucking with kids mm-hmm. or doing fucked up shit to kids or doing weird shit. I'm okay with it, man. But, you know, yep. do, you want to be 55 and pretend you're a fucking baby, you know, get in your crib. I don't give a shit. As long right. as you're not affecting me or anything else, I don't give a shit. I hey, think it's just 78 and act like your president. Go ahead. It's all you. <laughs> it's all you. <laughs> it's just our, um, I don't know. It's our culture. You know, a lot of people, especially like depending on where you come from in the States, it's, um, it's ac- acceptance to those matters are not usually shared or brought upon kids. It's, you know, it's, the opposite no man we don't like that this is how it is and where you grow up like how i grew up i have a gay uncle and that's just something i've literally known my entire life i've never known anything differently everybody's always been accepting of it even if they weren't so i've never really i don't know i've never had a problem with gay people i've never had a problem Gay bars actually are pretty fucking sweet if you're a straight dude because a lot of chicks go there just because they don't want to get hit on. 
But right. guess what? At the end of the night, they've this. been dancing and getting drunk. They're they're prowling. Trust me. And you made it weird, Bobby. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> now I was like, damn, that's a large interesting thing. Uh, like, yeah. <laughs> as, as far as China goes, man, there's there's so many different things that I can talk about. Maybe the next podcast, I'll touch on another one that that happened while I was over there too. I think that that one was actually during the the first trip. There's just like, did someone touch you in the bar? No, no, it has nothing to do with that. Like Damn even it. away from the from the gay bar thing, like there was so much other shit. Um, yeah, I'll try did to you, think about some other stories. Did you like trying? Did you like Beijing? Honestly, I okay. The, hmm. the first time, yes. Um just because of what I had said before with like how they had all these regulations and everything in place because of the Olympics. The second time, the second time was pretty disgusting. Yeah. And then the only thing that I really enjoyed was the fact that there, the second trip, we went out to the countryside and walked on the, the furthest or the longest portion that tourists are able to do of the great wall. Oh, that'd be cool. It, It was fun but it's also very painful. I bet. What were the ladies like? They mm. had dongs, Dave. If, Didn't you pay attention to his last segment? <laughs> <laughs> but if, if they looked anything European, then you were going to be paying for them. Let's just oh. put it that way. Oh well. Guess no. what? If, Even if they, they looked Asian, you were going to be well, paying for them, bud. Well, what's the exchange rate? <laughs> what's the exchange rate? <laughs> Well, back then it was fucking amazing. Jesus Christ, dude, you were living like kings during the during the Olympics. Yeah, I don't know. I have a buddy. Um, they they did a lot of they traveled so many different countries, and they actually when they went to Beijing and they said it was awful. Like the first day they got there, they realized this trip is gonna suck, and they hated every minute of it. Once you get over the fact that kids are going to be shitting and pissing right on the street, then it's it, it's not all that bad. Well, don't fucking walk in it, you big weirdo. No, no, like literally they'll just walk in front of, be in front of you walking and all of a sudden the kid has to shit and they'll just, they've got their, their pants have like, you know, the old school uh, thermal. The flaps. No, no, no. They got the butt flaps? Yeah, they've got the flaps. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> you can see him unbutton the, the back flap and he'll pop the squat and take a shit right there like a dog so, on the sidewalk. So oh, convenient. Still talking about the gay bar. So convenient. That's where I'm at. I'm like, in the bar? <laughs> Harry, have you, been to, have you been to China? I've never been to China. Um, I don't know my family, but. Um, <laughs> I'm I've glad been, you I've, picked that up. Now you sound like the black half. I've been just. No, man, they, they make great orange chicken. But. Um, what I wanted to know. <laughs> what I, I, I was just—I was just waiting for a perfect opportunity to get my question in because it might just be a big cultural misunderstanding. But whenever I run into Chinese people, like in the U.S. or here, they always come across as very rude. Are they like that in their own country? Because you always say that, like the people that leave the country, mostly are bad ambassadors to the country. Actually, no, nah, they were pretty—they were extremely friendly. Yeah, hmm. they. The majority of them, I would say. Um, of course, you're going to have those ones that are like the French that are just fucking stubborn as shit. Hmm. Um, 
but there were a lot of them. My dad used to catch them off guard because uh, he was getting, what was it, twice or three times a week was getting Mandarin lessons. So he was able to speak it pretty good and wow. that would just throw them off. And then it would just change the whole way that they would react at that point. Usually does. No matter what country you go to, it usually does. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there was that thing a couple of years ago, I think it was four or five years ago where they had that push from the Chinese government about, because they had so many Chinese people traveling now, they used to give out a pamphlet telling them how to be a good panda. And that was the pamphlet, you know, how to be a proper and good panda. Cause they want to change their image of Chinese people spitting and farting and burping out loud in, in restaurants. I mean, to yeah. there, it's, it's a cultural thing. It shows respect, but here, obviously not. So yep. no. Hmm. All right, gentlemen, we have officially reached the hour and 30 minute mark this week. Uh, All right. Anybody want to uh, close out or touch on anything, touch themselves, whatever you want to do. I've been doing that the whole time. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I believe you. I don't uh, yeah. have any reason not to, Chris. Oh, Chris, I got to change your name before we get off here. No, no, it's good. It's exactly good. <laughs> so, all right, guys. Well, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for we having did us. The, it was very nice that you guys could, you know, come together here on a Thursday evening uh, instead of us skipping the podcast this week. Uh, greatly yeah. appreciated. Uh, everybody, so our listeners, we are all caught up with <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, we're actually, I got us all caught up last weekend. I got all so far the whole time that we've been doing these Zoom calls and recording them, I have all the videos up on YouTube. Um, so check them out, give them a watch, share it, please. Um, and this one will be going up as soon as Dave sends it to me as well. Uh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) So, um, thanks for listening and watching. Hold on. Hold on. Before we get off here, let me change this back. No, man. No, we're done. We're done. (laughs) We're done. (laughs) Too late. Everybody have a great week. Cheers. Bye, guys. Bye. See ya.